News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. And we are back. My name is Ed Raymer of the Ed and Lee Raymer Show, and we're glad to be with you. Been gone a couple weeks. I trust everyone has had a great holiday, great Christmas, great New Year's, hopefully safe and sound. And back on a regular path tomorrow is the first full week of 2024. I remember when I was younger, 2024 sounded so far away. (laughs) And a man 60 or 65, or a man 45 or 50, Mm -hmm. man, he was old, you know? Mm -hmm. We got some some great guests with us tonight. We're going to be talking about books or the lack thereof of them here in Rutherford County. Uh, doctor, are you a doctor? You're I am. Dr. Yes. Frank Lambert, Dr. Frank Lambert, and his wife, Carrie, she's been back with us. Sherry was with us about, uh, Carrie was with us about a month ago. Carrie, how you doing, huh? Good. You're out making trouble. Always. Every, always. Okay, thank you. Good trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that won't hurt a thing. No. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about books and banning books and things of that nature. Uh, it really, uh, we were just talking out there, sending a, out there and jeff came up and sat with us for a while thank you jeff for your continued support i appreciate his his support of this broadcast um jeff neal and um you know really what a waste of time this is Mm -hmm. really if you just get down to it and i'm not that's not shunning you or i don't certainly don't mean to shun myself Mm -hmm. this is you know i mean the the decency thing alone we were talking about with the aclu they spanked them you know, and, and they're going to be stepping in on this issue we're going to talk about, too. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about Frank and how he got here. And, of course, Carrie, she's been with us before. We'll go over that again. And uh, Jackson's on the board. We're all back from uh, all the holidays. Glad to be with you. And we hope we'll have – I've had a lot of feedback on this. I, I put it out earlier on Facebook, and we have had a bunch of feedback on this. Sandy, thank you. Todd, thank you, buddy. I know you're on the on the right side of the aisle, but you listen anyway. You just sit there. Maybe you'll learn something tonight. And uh, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. Let's get this thing kicked off. Jackson is on the board. And he's going to do a good job as usual. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host Ed Raymer. On your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro. And that is a little step up her lip for you from ACDC. And this is Evan Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer, and this show is produced at the studios of WGNS. AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, or thoughts at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. That's our AM call signals, 1450. And you can also send us a text to that number. Jackson will be glad to give it to me or... Frank or Carrie will be glad to read it over the air, or he'll read it for you. For those of you that may be a little bit too shy to come on the air live, and we know some of you may not wish to. Now, you can watch us also on uh, fa- uh, not Facebook. We're not on Facebook. We're on YouTube. W, uh, News Radio WGNS. We're on it right now. All of our shows, by the way, are captured there for YouTube. All you have to do is punch in Evan Lee Raymer Show, and it'll bring them up. 
Um, I went back and listened to our show uh, this past week when I was off, the one where you and Tiffany were on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just to – and it's a good way to – I don't know. I, I, I like to uh, try to keep up as best I can because I had been here for a couple of weeks. So y'all may have to help me through this. And you can take WGNS with you wherever you go if you want to download the app and you can listen whenever you like. I've got a lot of people that listen. We, all of our shows are available. You can get us anyway, but we're available through all the stuff. My wife listens at home on generally on Alexa. Mm-hmm. Uh, a number of different ways you can get us. If you want to hear from us, you can you can hear. And I see I hear so many of you. I run into you during the week that you won't be listening tonight. But sometime down the week, you'll be listening and say, you know, hey, I heard those folks that were on Sunday night. Good point, or you know, I don't agree with that, or whatever. That's fine. We're adults here. We can take that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so uh, you know, and all of our shows are on podcast as well on the station WGNS Radio. dot com. Now that's enough of that. Glad to be back. Y'all have a pretty good holiday, folks. Yeah, can't complain. Thank you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Frank, let me ask you something. I've talked with Carrie. She was with us about a month ago, her and Tiffany. Yep. Tell us what you do and how you got here. And let's let's sure. set this up for people to know what you do. Sure. Uh, well, I'm an associate professor of library and information sciences at MTSU's Master of Library Science program. That's in the uh, College of Education. Right. Uh, I started at MTSU in 2016. Uh, there was a national search for a new faculty member for the program, and I was uh, fortunately chosen to be the new faculty member, and I've uh, I earned my doctorate. And, well, I have a master's and a doctorate in library and information sciences. I got my doctorate in '08 and my master's in '02, uh, and I've been I started off my academic career at Kent State's then School of Library and Information Sciences. Okay, it's now a, a an I school or information school, uh, but I was there until 2015, and then like I said, I started here in 2016. Right. Okay. Now you're also looking at the expanding this thing mm-hmm. into what, what, what do you technically do now? But no, you and I spoke on the phone, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of times. What is, what is it? Tell folks what, what's, what's going on here. Sure. Well, uh, what, what the masters of library science program does, of course, is it trains students to become librarians. Right. And to become a credentialed librarian, you need to earn the master's degree in library and information science. So of course our program, just teaches graduate students so everybody who comes to us they already have a bachelor's they've gone through their undergraduate career and now they're moving on basically so it's a professional degree as well sure um some universities offer a research component related to it but we're very much a practitioner program in other words we want to put well-trained people into public libraries school libraries academic libraries etc so um, the Master's of Library Science degree itself just started when I got hired in 2016. That was the first right. time it was offered before I was in a Master's of Education. Big, long title. Not sure. repeating here. Right. Um, and the other thing, too, is that our program is working uh, for uh, towards uh, American Library Association accreditation. Uh, most library schools across North America are accredited by the American Library Association, which means they have to adhere to 56 individual standards and substandards of excellence, and they have to provide data that they're also um, adhering to those standards as well right. uh, in order to retain their accredited status by the American Library Association. Sure. So we're also working on that as well while also expanding the program. And, of course, uh, the one thing that I told you about that I think garnered some interest from you is that um, right. we uh, actually I um, 
kind of oversaw the beginning of the creation of uh, MTSU's first dual master's degree program. Right. So we now offer a dual master's in library sciences and social work. So that way a student can go through, do 60 credit hours of, uh, of classwork and also their internship, you know, their clinical hours. Right. And when they graduate, they will have two master's degree with only 60 credit hours instead of 72 credit hours that most other schools offer. Good enough. Okay. And we'll be able to do all that. This will be at MTSU. All at MTSU, yes. And the other thing, very important too, our Master's of Library Science degree is 100% online. And that's really... Yeah, that's amazing. It's a a huge deal for working parents and professionals. Right. Like our daughter's involved in social work. She Mm -hmm. might be interested in something like that, which I'm going to obviously be mentioning to her. Yeah, absolutely. Glad you have taken time. Thank you both for agreeing to do this tonight. Thanks for the invitation. No, thank you very much. We're at a very important time, and as everyone knows, this is 2024, (laughs) and um, it's hard to believe, uh, you know, uh, we have such an important election coming up in this country Mm -hmm. this year. Now, uh, I'm not going to tell that story about the girl at the window. I'm not going to do that, but (laughs) (laughs) I have people that are bearing me. I hope you don't make anybody mad tonight, Ed. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not going to, but Carrie, I notice you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Heard. (laughs) Carrie Lambert's here. Carrie, how are you doing? Tell us what's going on. Okay, let, let's get the activities out of the way. You've got some fundraisers coming up. Tell us, uh, yeah, bring us ha- up to speed. RCLA, Rutherford County Library Alliance, we're having our first fundraiser on okay. February the 3rd at Through the Grapevine. You do need to purchase tickets in advance. There are only 50 tickets available for sale, and we're about 40% sold out already. So I recommend getting your tickets soon. We are going to have a silent auction, raffles, guest speakers, hors d'oeuvres. And some of the prizes are pretty cool just to tempt people. I mean, you can win like a palm-sized tattoo. So we got some cool stuff going on there. Um, We're doing this because we are officially becoming a nonprofit organization. So this fundraiser is helping us really get started here with all of that. And now when is this? That is February the 3rd. And what time? What time does this all take place? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I should have probably had it with me. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's like at 5 or 6 in the evening. Um, How about while you're looking up the time, maybe you can tell the good folks how they could buy tickets. Well, you can go on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or any of those social medias. Sure. Look up Rutherford County Library Alliance, and we have links to Ticket Stripe where you can purchase your tickets. And right. I am clicking on that right now to see. It's from, five, see I said between 5 and 6. It starts at 5.30 p.m. Okay. Until 8 p.m. on Saturday, Saturday February the 3rd. Okay. And uh, the fundraiser's, fundraiser is titled, Love Your Libraries, Love Your Liberties. Love Your Libraries, Love Your Liberties. Correct. Okay. Now, what we're going to get into here tonight, and we'll, and please mention that again. If I fail to tell you, please butt in and let me know about that because I want people to know. Um. We're going to get Jackson here. We're going to go to our first series of breaks. And um, when we get back, we'll talk about the gist of why I brought you all on here. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to get into the meat of this thing. And uh, I'll just tell you, folks, many of you know, it's about the banning of some of these books or the proposed banning of some of these books. 
And if I don't tear the station totally down, <laughs> maybe you'll be able to hear us. <laughs> Evan Lee Raymer, Frank and Carrie Lambert are here with us tonight. Jackson's on the board. Back after a good word from our sponsors. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Are back. Thank you so much to Jay Mullins. Thank you to Complete Yard Care. Thank you to all of you that listen, all of you that I've spoken with or communicated with earlier today on Facebook when you found out Frank and Carrie were going to be here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Frank, you just mentioned something. This uh, about us here in Rutherford County, here mm-hmm. in Murfreesboro, unfortunately, mm-hmm. has become a worldwide, somewhat of a worldwide issue. The Guardian. Tell us about what's going on there. Well, um, and Carrie, I think you mentioned this about a month ago, didn't you, or something I, similar to that? We, yeah, it was the same thing. The uh, right. video ended up going mini viral, whatever different news sure. organizations, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it ended up going international. I know uh, the news of what's happening in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, has made it to Canada. It's made it to the UK. It's made it mm-hmm. all over. And now that's the sort of news sad. of <laughs> what? Banning the books or it, the book bans the decency ban. ordinance, and yeah. then you put with that the uh, New York Times podcast, the kids of Rutherford County. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff was coming out sort of at once when everyone realized it was illegal to be homosexual in Murfreesboro. 
um, all of these things. <laughs> you know, it was, it was literally on the books. And they, they did vote to repeal that when people got really mad at them for making it illegal. They did vote to repeal that, change that word, not the rest of it, which yes, we still have issue right. with. But there have been a lot of things that have come back on Rutherford County and Murfreesboro specifically because of the craziness going on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um I'm, I'm going to go over some of these, okay? Mm-hmm. And, folks, mm-hmm. these are titles mm-hmm. of books. Um, there are more. Um, banned books, and, of course, we've just started 24, so we don't really have any stats on 24. Mm-hmm. We won't have for, for several months, several weeks. Um, here are some books that have been banned in America. Not here now. Not mm-hmm. here, but in America. Gender Queer, uh-huh. The Bluest Eye, Lawn Boy. The Court of Mist and Fury, Crank, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, Flamer, Looking for Alaska. I have not read any of these, Mm-mm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Of Mice and Man, I, I read that in school, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Speak, The Hate You Give. Well, yeah, you sure, yeah. The Kite Runner, K-I-T-E, The Perks mm-hmm. of Being a Wallflower, This Book is Gay, and the all-time most dangerous book of all, To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dangerous stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tricks. What's going on, Frank? What, I, tell, or, or Carrie, either one of y'all, you know. I, I, I wish I knew. Um, no. I, like, like you, I have not read all those books. No, I, I, I have not. I've read no, some of them. Yeah. I don't care if somebody else reads them or if they want to read them. By right. all means, if that is what you need to to you know make your life happy, make your life better, then by all means, please go ahead and read them. Sure. But I mean, the idea that someone is going to tell me and my wife, uh, both and our us, children and, and our children. children, you know, uh, both uh, like uh, my daughter, she uh, found out her first semester she made the dean's list at MTSU. Uh, you know, I have, I'm well-degreed, uh, Carrie's well-degreed with a Bachelor of Science sure. degree. Cool. So now some politicians are going to tell us as a family what our children can and cannot read in our public library that's supported by our tax dollars in part. I could not agree to, I could not agree anymore. Wait, what, I agree what, totally. What, like, here tonight. Well, yeah. I know exactly yes. what's going on. Mm. Knowledge is power. That's right. Education it scares people. is mm-hmm. power. It scares people. And you know, it scares I, a certain, sorry, it scares a certain group of people. There's a thing about books, too. You know, the the essence of the book is not always in the title. Mm-mm. Oh, no. no. It's like a song. Mm-hmm. Many of us have picked up, oh, well, I'm not reading that. Mm-hmm. And you find out it really has nothing to do with what your, your, your preconceived conception of this is at all. Mm-hmm. Don't okay? judge a book by its cover. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. Many songs are that way. Elton John, who we all... Uh, no, mm-hmm. and, and is, has had some degree of success. Maybe he'll make it big <laughs> one. Uh, he, he and Bernie Taupin mm-hmm. wrote in separate areas. That's right. As years went by, mm-hmm. and well, it, well, they, they never changed mm-hmm. as years went by. Bernie wrote the songs, and Elton would look. Okay, I'll take this. And then back in the in the early days, we were on like yellow legal pads. That's mm-hmm. pen to paper. Mm-hmm. That was it. Which I think maybe. Some of us need to go back to, just to be honest with you, you know. <laughs> um, but, and I, I remember uh, Elton saying at a show once, he said, you know, some of the songs, you know, Benny and the Jets and all that, they're pretty self-explanatory, some of them. He said, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
take me to the pilot. Said, ladies and gentlemen, you are on your own. Said, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> and, said, and there was one song where uh, he picked it up and said, well, this is entirely too long. Okay, I'm going to sketch this out, this out, this out, this out, toward the end. And Bernie told him later, said, you left out the final four four." Four, four verses. He said, "Yeah, it was just." A he said, "The final four verses bring the song together. That's mm-hmm. what tells the, the the listener what the song's about." I said, "Oh God, I'm sorry. I won't do that again." Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think we'd have to admit they've had a pretty fair share of success anyway. But, Absolutely. You know, read the thing through and through mm-hmm. before you. Yeah, you can't cherry yeah. pick well, little phrases that sure. think you understand right. what. Okay. Yeah. Is going well, on. Was it? well, and and there there is some a, a couple of these books that have especially been targeted. I mean, they do have some line drawings in them, which include various parts of the human anatomy. I believe yeah, they're part of comprehensive uh, sex yeah. education, yeah. and those are necessary yeah, exactly. illustrations, which yeah. are not child porn. The Supreme no. Court has ruled on this multiple times. So the people that are mm-hmm. saying there's child pornography. They don't understand the meaning of words. There, There is no child pornography. There is no pornography in the library just because Absolutely there are not. comprehensive sex education books that include illustrations. And mm. let me say this again. For those of you that are listening, Carol Ann, hello in Chattanooga. I know you're listening. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've got her. I've got her on a dare to call in, and she I think she's a bit scared. <laughs> They're not used to me in Chattanooga just yet. Aww. But... <laughs> <laughs> but we're not talking about putting Playboy and Penthouse magazines no, in libraries. No, no, no. please. I mean, I hope no. that all of you know that. Well, and, and one of the things too, I, I would like to communicate from from my perspective as yes, a sir? library science educator and as a uh, practicing librarian before I uh, went into academia. Right. Librarians already do employ a certain amount of censorship themselves when they're selecting materials for the library. Magazines like Playboy, Playboy and Penthouse, that does not meet the goals of the library, right? That, that <laughs> not is not, our, no, not no, I, that, yeah. they, they don't have a, uh, they, they haven't assessed their, their community to make any sort of determination as to whether or not they should be included in, in the collection. Sure. So that they've already admitted those. Yeah, right? and they're, I've, they're I've, gone. I've, I've, I've been guilty when I was younger, you know, mm-hmm. well, there's some great articles in there. <laughs> I never well, I, knew by who, but they. <laughs> I I, I worked I worked at a library in in uh, okay. Hamilton, Ontario, at McMaster University, and, right. and uh, I I it was a uh, cataloging internship that I did there at their library, uh-huh. and the ladies there saved me this this rare first issue first edition magazine that displayed ladies in various states of undress, and they thought it was okay. a great joke and. I just went to work. I cataloged it. It went in the archives, and it's there for future reference if somebody needs it. So you know, it's 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 there for a reason, and if it's not there again, it's for a reason. So the reason why some of those sure. books that were in that in our libraries here at Rutherford County, the the reason why they're there is because our community needs them. We have community members who are also taxpayers. I will again reiterate yes. to our our yes. our you know, politicians. Uh, who want those materials, who would like to read those materials. And so our highly trained and highly mm-hmm. educated professionals yes. or experts, mm-hmm. a.k.a. librarians, determined what our community needed. Yep. Exactly. And they fill that need. Exactly. And they are well trained with years and years of education and experience mm-hmm. to determine what is necessary, as opposed mm-hmm. to someone with a random opinion that decides it's not appropriate 
and we're going to defund you if you have books that we don't like. And mm -hmm. censorship through defunding Defunded. is still censorship. Putting the yes, fear into our librarians that are responsible for collection development so they no longer pick certain books because they're in fear of their jobs or fines or jail or whatever they're being threatened with. That is still censorship. So they can say all they want. Well, we're not banning books. They're censoring the material that our community needs access to. Mm -hmm. But Frank, correct me now. And well, care either one of you. Mm -hmm. I can't just go over here to our friendly neighborhood library and say, hey, I wrote this book. Put it on the shelf. Uh, well, you could try. They, well, they, they, I mean, there, there is, has to be a process. So well, what there is, is a process? There, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and I, if if part of the library's collection policy is to collect books from from the community, sure. like self-published sure. things like that, and uh, have a community collection, then they they'll at least take it to look at it. But then if it's just full of nudie pics, then sure. no, because that's that doesn't meet the uh, the mission and goal of uh, goals of the uh, library. Sure. So it would probably win it up in that case. But if you were to write your your biography, whatever yeah. or autobiography, go ahead. Submit it. I didn't know. I mean, if there was a process I'd go through to, to, to look at this book and say, you know, mm -hmm. my, you know, the life and times according to Ed Reimer. Well, mm -hmm. Ed Reimer's opinion, maybe, well, I will tell you, it's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else's. Yeah. I mean, down here anyway. And yeah. uh, it's, uh, I didn't, can't just toss it out there and tell my friendly neighborhood librarian, put that on the shelf. I'm going to, you know, I'm they'll, donating this. That's wonderful. They'll thought. look at it. They'll, sure. Absolutely. Sure. And, and but also, it would go see through the yeah, same process absolutely. that every other material goes absolutely. through. And you would have experts yeah. reading it and yeah. determining it, determining if there is a need in the community for that book. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah. Because the library space is finite. You know, they, they don't have shelves right. and shelves to put absolutely everything in there. So they need to also manage their space while also managing their collection at the same time. Understood. But what gets me to, Frank, is here's the thing. And Carrie, I don't think we touched on this when Tiffany was, was up here with you. You have a thing called the internet nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard of it. Have you? <laughs> we should. I, me and Al Gore invented it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which this is, this is really going somewhere. You know, I think it might take off. But, but I mean, you can read, you can see just about anything you want. So you're going to start at your local library. Yeah. Well, well they, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, well, I guess you do. Mm -hmm. Bully for you. Well, yeah, you look, at, look at the proposed laws um, coming up for the state of Tennessee, and then we can have a discussion about mm. the Tell Internet. because. It. Go they, ahead. Tell us. Go ahead. Well, I have not completely oh, okay. researched all the Understood. ins and outs, but I do know that on the radar right now for the state of Tennessee is to basically control all information that comes into the state so that it's things they approve of, that they meet their decency standards or whatever. And they are looking at changing um, internet access within the state, putting more pressure on companies to make sure that only people over the age of 18 are accessing websites. Um, there's a lot of proposed legislation coming through on how they're going to control what we access on the internet. Here in Tennessee state, I'm not saying the city of right. Murfreesboro, yeah. Yeah. in the state, state of Tennessee that is why they've already reduced the um, access to digital materials through Rutherford County Libraries, through their Libby and Hoopla. 
instead of having access to the national database of books and whatnot, you're Mm -hmm. restricted to what's already in our library. Therefore, you don't accidentally access anything so-called indecent. Okay, now let me ask you the $64,000, Ms. Carey. Mm -hmm. Who is the genius that instituted this and whose ideas, who's overseeing all this? Please don't tell me Governor Lee. <laughs> no, it's it's it's, a, it's there's actually a um are there playbook. Any, uh, no, there's I'm an actual playbook is, in there, the country that is okay. being sold to certain individuals with certain political ambitions, explaining the best way to be effective at the local level. So that's why you're seeing the takeover of school boards. It's why you're seeing them attack libraries. There's an actual little playbook. By little by little. Here, right. go after these books mm-hmm. specifically, hold these uh, brave book events. Here's how you do that. And lawyers have actually put out warnings to anyone who has purchased these playbooks on, you know, what steps to take and how to challenge books and go after libraries and schools. They've actually said, be really careful with this because this has been deemed unconstitutional. So while you're paying money for this playbook and these ideas on what to do, be really careful because they're not legal. Frank, Michael, listen to that. We'll get that book banned. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's get to work on that. For yeah, sure. well, I think it sounds like it needs to be. <laughs> sounds uh, pretty obscene. To you me. know, I told Carrie and, and Tiffany when they were here with me about a month yeah. ago. You know, uh, is the banning of the Bible is that considered in the works? Because there's some pretty no, there's some pretty you, off-color you, stories you in the Bible. If you, you really can't think about ban that. Bo- you can't ban books. Yeah. Yes, there are <laughs> indecent things in True. the Bible based on the definition of indecency mm-hmm. here today. The yes. Bible today. fits. Today. The Bible fits that criteria for indecency. However, the Bible should not be banned. Mm. No book should be banned. People have a right to fair and free access to information, whether it's something an individual agrees with or disagrees with. And I believe I said last time I was here, if they were trying to ban Mein Kampf, I would be fighting just Mm -hmm. as hard. Sure. We need to know what that book says. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to know. Yes, just because you read something doesn't mean that you're going to follow the teachings of that book, but it gives you insight into how other people think, how other people Mm -hmm. operate. Right. It gives you a chance to find common ground and maybe, you know, reach out an olive branch and start getting along and realizing that we're all human, we're all equal, Mm -hmm. you know, let's just work together and stop judging people. Last time you were here, Frank, you know who, uh, at one time, Mm-hmm. And I think, and I'll stand corrected on this, who had the largest collection of porn? Oh, I, uh, you said the Vatican. The Vatican. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. At one time, now, yeah. I don't know if that's still true or not. Uh, no. Yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> something else I know. Right. <laughs> that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, and I don't have a problem with it. That, that's, that's, their, that's their thing. That's their forte. Fine. You know, no. that's what they do. I guess it's for research purposes. Probably- but uh, <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> Does she cut you with those eyes, too? Oh, I mean, yeah. You, I mean, you I'm not. Nice. You have no idea. I got a lady at the house got eyes like Some- that. Just. <laughs> so, sometimes it's just the way her body stiffens. I'm oh, like, oh yeah, man, I'm I in can, trouble. I, I know already. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> okay, we got to switch to TV now, so oh, everyone can see my Lord, facial expressions. TV, yeah, okay. Well, you're on TV, so yeah, there you go. No, but um, but seriously, I, I always thought that was a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. I saw something else years ago. You all remember the old um, the Rod Serling? Mm-hmm. Yep. Twilight, uh, Twilight Zone. Zone. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was a scene, and I can't recall, and I and I 
would try to look it up, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't know how to get about it. But you know, he had a lot of the older actors that were on there. A lot of them got their start mm-hmm. on with Rod Serling. Mm-hmm. Everything this was black and white. Yep. You know, this goes back to the late fifties, I guess, early sixties. But good programming. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene with the actor Burgess Meredith. Mm-hmm. Burgess played the penguin in Batman like that, and Robin. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know. Uh, but he played uh, this. They were going back, or they were supposed to be going ahead in time, mm-hmm. like the Orwell book, the nineteen eighty four, <laughs> and they were going to eliminate his job. Mm-hmm. And they brought him before this court, mm-hmm. and said, "Sir, what is your what is your profession?" <laughs> and he said, "I am a librarian." And they all laughed. Mm. I thought, you know, that's pretty scary. I, even as, as just a kid, I was watching. I thought, that's pretty scary. Well, mm-hmm. I wasn't a kid; I was a grown man, but I was in my twenties. I am. That's pretty scary. And mm-hmm. I think that was the whole essence mm-hmm. of whoever the, the writers were. Mm-hmm. Think, man, you better think. I just heard something on the news recently, and I wasn't fully paying attention. It was like on in the right. background, mm-hmm. and they were talking something about you know the horrors, like oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's getting bad, and then they made a comment like. Yeah, you may not think it's that bad, but talk to a trans person or a librarian. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Th- talk to a trans person or a librarian to find out how bad things are getting out there. Right. We are attacking our librarians. That is mind-blowing to me. But mm. they are our first defense of democracy, and I am so thankful for the librarians that we do have. When I was in high school, the first person you, had, you, you could go to, you didn't have to, but you could go to mm. on a subject... Was your librarian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He or she knew where. And of course, now small country town. We weren't in New York City or Los Angeles or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. But these these guys and gals were good. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I am yeah. doing a paper on thus and so. Now, in our case, at, at for example, in this case, West Hopkins High School in Hopkins County, Kentucky. I'm sure our librarian. I can't recall her name right now, mm-hmm. uh, but she had probably done this with several students. Over the years, okay, mm-hmm. you go over here, and we all know the old system that they had. And I'm mm-hmm. sure now I haven't been a library in a while, but I'm sure that has changed quite mm-hmm. a bit. A lot, you know, definitely. Thank goodness, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> time for that. But uh, that's first. It was the first line you had. Mm-hmm. You went to, you know, well, you need to go to the library. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. That's and still true today in the public. Yeah. If you have yeah. a question about anything, you are trying to figure out how to do anything. You yeah. go to the library. You want to build something. It's you need to all, know tools or not, jobs yeah. or whatever. Well, Gary, it's not all here on your on your cell phone. It, it, you know, it, it might be all on your cell phone, but some people don't know quite how to search properly. Sure, or, uh, yeah, or, I'm know, one of, I, yeah. They, they yeah. don't they don't account for synonyms and you know other sure. other you know idiosync, idiosyncrasies of our language sure. that can make searching challenging. And that's why you would go and see a librarian, because not only will the librarian help you find the information you need, exactly. but he or she will also help you how to search for that information. So you'll actually learn something. And it's really, it's empowering, because you're helping that person, show that person how to do it so that they can do it themselves Do it themselves on. next time, they won't have to bother the librarian exactly. next time. Exactly. I mean, time. talk about right. giving someone a hand up, right? Sure. So exactly. It's, uh, it, it, it's funny, um, I started my master's in library science in 2000 
And that was right around, of course, the internet and the World Wide Web was just starting to really explode. Right, yeah. We're talking like, 24 years ago now, quarter exactly. century. Exactly. Right. You know, I'll be quiet. I know. It's, <laughs> it seems like yesterday, doesn't it? But you know, the, the whole library um, profession was, mm. uh, you know, they, they weren't sure what this was going to do. Sure. To the sure. profession as a whole. Um, one of the textbooks I read, um, it, it was calling on librarians to catalog the internet and you know even even in 2001 when i read that i'm like yeah good luck with that yeah well but, what was your dissertation on oh it was on community information dot ca yeah, yeah oh, was my, my community info.ca yes yeah and your advisor was also doing a lot of research yeah, on yeah. um queries on the internet and that's how right. information is cataloged that's in right. that's the other like thing google too. and whatnot I just think it's this is relevant us, for people to yeah. understand that libraries aren't just books. It's about oh, no. information and access to information, that's whether right. that's via the internet, sure. whether it's via old film, microfiche, I mean, newspaper. Like during during COVID, during COVID, it was the public library handing out hotspots to students so that they could access their yes. coursework online. Exactly. Uh, right. In the middle of a recession, mm -hmm. where do you think people go when they're trying to find work? Because sure. you know, they also need to print off resumes. They need they might to need file help for writing the resume. Yeah. Exactly. So attend programs, whatever, uh, help for applying for government benefits. I mean, right. when uh, mm -hmm. when Obamacare was rolled out, everybody's going, oh, go to your library and get signed up there. And I'm sure there were a bunch of librarians going, well, wait a second. We're not health experts. We're not insurance experts. We're sure. librarians. Sure. You know, but yeah. they it, figured it out because they're librarians and they're they're yeah. brilliant and they're wonderful. If, if librarians sure. do not have the hat hanging on the hook, then they'll buy the hat. <laughs> that they could wear that hat and do what they have to to, to help sure. their community because sure. they know where to find that hat exactly sure yeah and you know the world is so different now we have mm -hmm. books a million you have all these these bookstores and things like that we did not have that when i was coming up mm -hmm. we didn't have it mm -hmm. you had your local library and generally that was in your local schools mm-hmm yeah, okay. and, and even that even, was about it, except yeah. for the public library. And unfortunately, even yeah. bookstores are becoming, you know, rare and rare beasts these days. You know, that's true. It's, uh, and not true. everyone can afford to buy their books Absolutely. at the bookstore. Oh my God. That sure. is a privilege sure. to be able to go out and buy oh. whatever books right. you want to buy. I mean, uh, of course, like like I said earlier, my daughter it's her freshman year at MTSU. You want to talk about book prices? Oh man, you know, we're talking yeah. textbooks. They're a couple mm -hmm. hundred bucks each. Yeah, you know, I mean, thank goodness uh, she has the resources to help her purchase those. But you know, for anybody else who may not, and not, I'm not I'm talking like even fifteen, twenty dollar um, paperback books sure. at a bookstore. Mm -hmm. It adds up. Yes. And you know? bookstores yes. sell what's popular. They don't sell mm -hmm. what they marginalized sell what community might need access to. Just because something's not a bestseller doesn't mean mm -hmm. it's information that there aren't people that need that information and need access to that information. Well, mm -hmm. and the historical perspective of it, too, to have had this back in the year 1937, mm -hmm. you know, now you're talking about, you're talking about what might be considered in so many words a work of art. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Know, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The pages are brittle. Yep. I mean, for goodness sakes, we opened up a whole new story. I was talking to a friend recently, I say recently, within the last month or so, you know, our Constitution is written on hemp. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hemp is very, very durable. And it's yes. the same thing with uh, Egyptian yeah. uh, papyrus. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we, there are scrolls that have been, uh, that are still in existence today that are thousands of years old. Right. Now, I mean, that, uh, you know, that little uh, screed you put up on the World Wide Web, 
good luck in somebody you know having someone else retrieve that in a couple thousand years <laughs> right but yeah, yeah paper sure. is i mean paper is one of the one of the most incredible inventions oh it is uh, and yeah. i mean all types of paper you can make it out of linen you can make it out of cotton it doesn't matter hemp is very very reliable and yes. uh, you know hopefully yeah. there are a lot of hemp farmers here in tennessee who can benefit from they that are coming about believe me i've had mm. one on a couple of times and he and it is uh it is watched, it is controlled, it is monitored oh, yeah. by the mm -hmm. state, and yeah. all that. we got to do all that, you know, because <laughs> we can't have Eddie coming in. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think if you smoke that much of that hemp, you'd be coming with a massive headache. More than anything else. Yeah, I was going to well, say, I'm I don't think hemp is no. quite so, the you same. Know, no. <laughs> it's what my friend would tell me. You know, this is what we do it for. Now, if you just want to get high, you know, mm -hmm. we'll talk after the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I didn't. Let me no. say, that. honey, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know. He was no. good. He was good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, now, where, where, how do you fight this? I mean, these books that I read that, that have been proposed to be banned or some have been banned, whatever. Every city... In the, in the United States right now is having an issue with this. Mm. And people are fighting this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, most judges, knock on wood, mm -hmm. uh, left or right of the aisle, most of them, as we spoke before we came in here, we were talking out front, folks, most judges can look at this and say, hey, you're wasting everybody's time. This, don't hold, this doesn't hold muster. Yep. It's illegal. Yep. And that's where it ends. Mm -hmm. After weeks and months and maybe even years of bickering and fighting back and forth, and a judge can look at it on the Supreme Court and say, hey, yep. you were talking about a case, Carrie, that had been decided by, I think it was the Texas court and... The Texas Supreme Court, and they based their decision on Supreme, like the National Supreme Court. Right. Yeah, there's been a lot of cases. The law is very clear on this. Um, part of your First Amendment right is the First Amendment. The access to information. Exactly. And there was a library in Wichita Falls, Texas, that came up with this resolution that if you got so many signatures, you could get a book moved from the children's department to the adult section or in a case or like somehow removed from the children's section. If you got so many signatures. Yeah. If you got so many signatures, you could take it in. And the Supreme Court of Texas ruled that that was completely unconstitutional because they based their judgment on Denver versus the FCC, which was a national Supreme Court case, that you cannot create barriers in the access to information. So if you want, by just by moving that book, you're violating their First Amendment rights. Right. Mm -hmm. And what Denver versus the FCC makes very clear, that one is actually about a cable company offering channels, mm -hmm. And they wanted to restrict certain channels that you had to call them or sign up to have access to those channels. And the court determined, no, you have to offer that point blank to everyone. Sure. And then anyone that's offended by it has to opt out. Mm -hmm. And so what, that's what we were doing, there opt are in multiple, or opt out. That's there what we were are multiple that's what I was court cases, yep. multiple court cases on a variety of drive-in theaters and all sorts of things right. where the courts have determined very clearly that... If someone doesn't want to see something, they have to take steps to avoid seeing it. You cannot create barriers to other people accessing that information. And that is the law. That yeah. is the law. That is the Constitution. That is national law. Right. And national, federal law, trumps state and local law. I don't know how much louder I can say that. I don't know why people aren't listening. Because all they keep saying is, I know. we have to follow state law. Federal law 
trumps the, the, state it, it makes law. It, yes. Mm-hmm. The Constitution, it is every American's responsibility to defend the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Right. And we have people that are tearing it apart and people aren't outraged. I'm uh, I'm amazed that people aren't more outraged. We have, yeah. I just Go want ahead. to add very Go quickly to, no. um, just as a follow-up to this, children also have First Amendment rights. Yes, they do. Yes. Sure. I mean, they have as many of First Amendment rights as uh, uh, adults, 18 and older. And so, really, it's almost as though the politicians are like, oh, we'll take away these kiddies' rights to access this information. They won't complain because they're kids, and they don't vote, so there won't yeah, be any consequences. Yeah, well, just don't have to worry about them. They don't exactly. vote. So that was specifically, the Wichita right. Falls, Texas case was specifically about that, that mm-hmm. even if you're under the age of 18, mm-hmm. you have constitutionally guaranteed rights. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that the reason it violates the Constitution is because if somebody goes in and they're just browsing the shelves they're not going to see that information right? because it's been moved. It's been moved elsewhere. They would have to know they want that specific book and mm-hmm. they would have to know to ask for it to find out it's behind the counter or somewhere else. And that right. is a violation of rights. Having this graduated library card that you yeah. have to opt out of is a mm-hmm. violation of the constitutional rights of the residents of Rutherford County. And that is black and white. There is no gray area. It is a constitutional violation Period. Mm-hmm. I will say this, and we have a, well, I don't know if he's still here. Do you know Ken Paulson? You know the name, I'm sure. I've heard of it. Over yes. at MTSU. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's First, like, First Amendment, Amendment Oh, yeah. Guru. At, at you can the, look uh, him up on First YouTube. Amendment Center. Yes, yes, First right. Amendment Center. Yep. I had him on mm-hmm. when all this was brought about. Your, your university, MTSU, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. our university. Yeah. All brought this about because of the First Amendment of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Ken was one of the founders of USA Today. Ah. Yes. Wow. And I don't know where he is. The last time I talked to him, I've got his phone number there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, um, uh, you know, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It is really amazing at the the turns this country took to to include in the First Amendment the right of free speech. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The written word is free speech. Yep. People, you know. mm -hmm. You know, they talk about this gun thing, which, you know, I'm about ashamed to even say I own a gun anymore. But, I mean, you know, yeah. first thing, Second Amendment, you know, well, there's a little more to it than that. Mm-hmm. Same thing true with the First Amendment. Absolutely. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. You can't theater. do it. No, absolutely. Yeah. And we've got people that try to do it. We're going to go to Jax. When you get a chance, you come in, we're going to go to our our final break, and then we'll, we'll finish up here. But, um, you know, he's a guru on this, and he wrote a book which finally just about got worn out. Mm-hmm. And hence you have now the website that he and his assistant, Deborah, put together mm-hmm. where he was get, he would get calls from all over the United States, if not all over the world, from reporters mm-hmm. to say, hey, Ken, I'm getting ready to write this story. Mm-hmm. Here's what it says. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you want to be sure you're writing the, the, the right thing. Absolutely. Not this is not in a news release that Eddie Raymer's putting out here in Murfreesboro. Mm. This is the Washington Post, mm-hmm. the yeah. Chicago Tribune, whoever it is. Can I say this? Mm-hmm. And he would say, I would say yes, yeah, or I would say no, mm-hmm. or I would say it this way. Yeah, yeah. He's been involved in some of the articles about this issue. I know I've seen yeah. quotes from and him. I would like to talk to him about it, and and I promise I'll try my best and get in touch with him. Mm-hmm. He's retired now, I think, or he. Tried to retire. He's got some things on YouTube. Okay. You know, thanks to YouTube and the internet. Thanks, Al Gore. None of us will ever retire now. 
<laughs> I, guess, I guess that's okay. You know, yeah. it's not that bad. No. Jackson's back in here. We're going to go to our last series of breaks. We're back with Frank and Carrie Lambert. They're here with us. We're talking about books and libraries and all that good stuff. Back with you right after this. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Jackson, thank you. He's on the board and doing a good job as usual. Feeling a little under the weather. Trying to get our boy back back in the saddle again. He's going to be all right. And uh, you're, Carrie, we're going to finish out with you. We're here with Frank and Carrie Lambert. They've been good enough to come up. Thank you all again for doing this. Thanks for having we, us. We appreciate it. We really do. Awesome. Um, Carrie, tell us about what's going on. Again, one more plug your your yeah. for RCLA, everybody. Rutherford right. County Library Alliance. We are a newish group formed a few months ago and we are officially becoming a nonprofit. So we are holding our first ever fundraiser entitled Love Your Libraries, Love Your Liberties. It will be Saturday, February the third from five thirty till eight PM. We're gonna have hors d'oeuvres, guest speakers, a silent auction, a raffle. And um, all of this is to contribute to our becoming sure. a nonprofit and then fighting against censorship. We'll be accepting cash and Venmo that night. Of course, you can always donate to Rutherford County Library Alliance. You can find us on the different socials, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, run all of those things. Look for Rutherford County Library Alliance or RCLA. Um, yeah, and that 
fundraiser. It's also Valentine's Day, so we're asking people huh. to dress in their Valentine's best. We're going to have a little contest. If you come dressed up for Valentine's Day, you're going to get one free raffle ticket. And then the best Valentine's Day costume is going to win a prize. So, Frank, you're not going to wear those boxer shorts with the hearts on them, are you? No, I'm, I'm going okay. to go. He's going to wear the diaper with the <laughs> yeah, little bow and arrow. That's exactly. Yeah. I was going to go as Cupid. Yeah, folks, yeah. you don't know. No, I don't know that I've made a good choice here with these two or not, but I'm going to stay with them because I believe in them. Oh, so. that's what we have to reiterate. One of the really cool prizes you can win is we've got tattoos. You can bid on or win a tattoo. So you want to come out that What's night. What's the we tattoo? Got what can it? I mean, you could say whatever you want. Yeah. Well, and yeah, it, it's it's donated by. We have a few tattoo artists that have donated their time and talent. They're artists. Oh, they are artists. So you would meet with them and you would figure that out with them what sort of tattoo wear and all that stuff. You know, the one thing I've understood about tattoo artists is is how they can expand on what they've already done. Their their mind is is. I mean, I wish I had that creativity. Well, there's, there's TV it. there's TV shows now where they have contests with tattoos. It's kind of like uh, it's like the Master Chef of, of yeah, ink. It's yeah, same, thank you, same yeah, thing. yeah, Carrie said ink, yeah, I, I, yeah. and I've never incredible. been into it. I don't have any tattoos at all, and that was not our thing growing up. It wasn't. Well, maybe uh, it's time you got one. I guess you have to come to our fundraiser now. As I told you before, tattoos I have, I cannot show. I pretend in Russian prison. No. Let us move on. Now, comrades. And we're going to leave that where it is. That is yeah. a joke, and that is not my real accent. <laughs> it's more like this is how I talk. You know, <laughs> she said, you don't talk like everybody else around here. And I said, well, I, and it, I, and you don't because you, you do things in radio like it's not, you know, it's WGNAS. It's not mm-hmm. W, it's W, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, yes. and you just you enunciate. enunciate different mm-hmm. things as you go along and you pick up the lingo and, mm-hmm. and all that. It's, it's, it's a lot of BS, is what <laughs> <laughs> which I'm pretty good at. And I said, well, I said, and then I'll run into people. It's amazing. I will run into people. You know, one night after I left here, I ran into a guy. He drove for Federal Express. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there. And we were self-checkout at Kroger. And we'd picked up something, whatever it was. I don't know. And, and I said, well, this is strange. You know, people working themselves out of a job. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not much on going through self-checkout. I like to go through. A, yeah. I like dealing with the people, you know. And not because I want to make trouble. I just like dealing with the people, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Where?" He said, "What do you do?" <laughs> I said, "Well, tonight I'm just coming in from right." He said, I, "That's where I've heard you." Mm-hmm. And there are so many people that listen to this. He was a driver for FedEx, mm-hmm. and I guess he listened as he made his deliveries or, mm-hmm. or whatever, or listened via YouTube or yeah. uh, the uh, the podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I ran into the grocery store one night. We were talking about people that would, would, would listen to this later on in the week. And I'll stay in touch with you when they get in touch with me. Uh, but, uh, and uh, I, uh, one of the young men that uh, our, our son went to school with, he was a neighbor, Scotty. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked down the aisle, and a man there with his wife and two sweetest children you ever seen. And he said, Edwin Lee Raymer. And I know. That he's listening here because no one calls me <laughs> Evan Lee Raymer unless mm-hmm. they've heard it here. Exactly. A lot of people don't know who Evan Lee Raymer is. Mm-hmm. It's Ed Raymer. I said, Scotty, he said, Man, I listen to you all the time. 
Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And this is several years ago. So mm-hmm. he was at the time he drove a forklift. He said, I put in my buds mm-hmm. in my ear pods or buds or whatever the AirPods. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I use, We use headphones here mm-hmm. because we're old fashioned, but which I got to get some new covers for these, by the way. But, mm-hmm. uh, and he said, I listen all the time. He said, you got some great guests. And yeah, we've had some shows that didn't go too well, too. That'll happen. You know, it happens. That, that happens. Yeah. Sometimes but, you have carry on. <laughs> that's when that's when we're really digging for the bottom man <laughs> yep at least tiffany at least tiffany she said uh do i have to come i said no she said i'm glad to hear that <laughs> no tiffany i'm kidding you i'm just i'm, I'm ragging her too we love okay. you tiffany yes, yeah definitely she's amazing she's you done know. great she work. is incredible work without with her without you. her there wouldn't be a rutherford county library alliance no, i am no. so thankful for her yeah. yes and the rest of our board her husband matt Mm-hmm. Jessica, our secretary Matt. and star, our social media person. We have to give a huge shout out to her. Star is flipping awesome. So really, mm-hmm. yes. Matt is the reason you all are here tonight. Thank He's you, the Matt. one that hooked me up with you and Tiffany. Uh, he said, if you ever want to talk about this, he said, I've got two people that would be perfect. Well, one of them, good. of course, was his wife. Yeah, yeah. And she is pretty you. close to perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what that's what all led to this. So mm-hmm. I've got Matt Fee to thank for that. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Awesome. And it's it's wonderful. You get to meet some wonderful people in this as we go. Um, is this going to be a full, obviously, a 503C? The, uh, 501... 501C4. Four. We are the one <coughs> yeah, that different, one yeah, of them you can't whatever. be politically active and the other you can. We're in the yeah, one I, that you can be politically active. So... Oh, 501c3, that's the one that's, um, you cannot be in 501c4. Correct, like um, Friends of the Library is the three. Yes, yes. C3, and Mm -hmm. RCLA is the C4. C4. Um, We're in, like, we're gobsmacked, really, that we have to be a four so that we can be politically active, because this is libraries. Why is this political? Mm -hmm. Why is there any, like, how is this a partisan issue? I don't know. It makes my head explode. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's something to think about in itself, right mm-hmm. there. You know, absolutely. Access to information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're on one side, you're against it, and one that like no access to information. Yeah. Frank, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. You go back uh, for the the next semester starts when? And next, I guess I could ask next, Jackson. I don't know. He probably it's, uh, next Tuesday actually. Ed. Next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Are you yeah. headed back? Or have they kicked you out? Are you headed back to school? In school. No. <laughs> I thought, okay, you're done then. Whatever. Good. Okay. Poor guy. <laughs> Put him on the spot like but, that. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't. You know, these kids, they yeah. come in here and, and they do a great. And mm-hmm. he's he's a product of MTSU yep. as well. Mm-hmm. As, as many, as just about all of them are. Absolutely. You know? yeah. And y'all are doing some great things over there. Mm-hmm. Um, what what goes next? You've got the auction, the silent auction. You've got all that. We've got our fundraiser. We're watching what's happening, um, not just with the library board anymore, but we're trying mm-hmm. to stay more aware of um, the county and the city. Like the steering committee meeting is uh-huh. right. on Wednesday the 10th. And mm-hmm. they have, even though this was supposed to be this committee meeting where the library presented its policing policy to them so they could maintain funding, According to the mayor's office, they are not discussing any library issues this Wednesday because I was denied signing up to speak because they're not doing library issues. So they hopefully will not be doing anything with libraries this Wednesday. And then on Thursday, um, the city is doing their second vote to repeal the so-called decency ordinance that's happening on Thursday. Yeah. 
So we're trying to go to more of those meetings and stay really aware. And I think we're sort of predicting that we'll be taking this up to the state level as well. Because mm. if they're going to quote state law, well, then we have to go after the state because this is all unconstitutional. Understood. Frank and Carrie Lambert, thank you again for being here. Pl- Frank, pleasure to make your acquaintance as well. Thanks for having Carrie, me. Carrie, welcome you. back always. Thank you. You have an open invitation here, Jackson. Thank you. Mm. For the Emily Raymer Show, I'm Ed Raymer. And I'll tell you what, till next Sunday at 8 o'clock, I'll catch you down the road. Good night. <laughs>